This weekend, we catch up with the fellas from R3 Podcast, dive back into Hyrule, and break down Sega's Mega Man knockoff. I'm Ryan. I'm Andy. And this is Weekend Rental, episode 152. All right, everyone, special episode here. We've got guests on. It's been a while. I'm returning for another stint on the Weekend Rental podcast. We've got the R3 Ramble Record Repeat fellas, um, along with Andy, of course. But uh, if you guys want to introduce yourselves so we can put a name to the face or the voice, I guess. Go ahead, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> well, fine. Uh, I'm Fraser. Um, I am six foot one. I enjoy walks on the beach and I prefer dogs over cats. Oh, hey. Fair. I am Chris, a.k.a. Nintendo Hodge or just Hodge. I am a Pisces. I enjoy sushi <laughs> and I like to watch hockey. Nice. And I'm not going to lie. When you said you had guests for some reason i thought you said we have gas today <laughs> <laughs> i have gas every day same here four it's guys in one day i mean there's there's chances are one of us does so i did one love that after we had you guys gas. on the very first time and you know i'm explaining my adult pant crapping fiasco like you guys both played so innocent and then within like three months i'm getting messages from both of you that it's happened so <laughs> you, were you a don't good realize influence. You don't know. You don't realize how much it happens, and or you don't want to admit it. But then you're like, you were vulnerable. You you opened those doors. You tore that down <laughs> yeah. for us. So there's no barrier. You just there. had to. Yep. There's none. Abs- not anymore. <laughs> I just send you pictures of my shit stained underwear now. <laughs> Is this like an awareness uh, campaign that we're starting? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Adult men, we poop <laughs> everywhere. We just got shirts that just say we poop. It's okay to poop. It is. Everybody poops. That's why I keep telling myself. Isn't there a book? I think so. Oh, yeah. Everybody yeah. poops. Yeah, we're going through the potty training right now. So that's always fun. So <sighs> far, not bad. We've had successful peas, no poops. We'll put the diaper back on him and then like two seconds, like poo. I'm like, you little prick. <laughs> <laughs> You're so cute, but. <laughs> uh, yeah, once you get out of the diapers, man, that's great. I know, but then by the time he's out of the diapers, I'm going to be in them. So Ashley's just <laughs> lost, no matter what. Well, what have you guys been up to? I know we talked a little bit about the podcast. You guys both, or before the podcast, you guys have both been traveling recently, some vacations. How yeah, did those things go? We, very good. We went to Melbourne Beach, Florida, and um, it was just just a nice getaway. It was myself, my mom, my dad, my brother. Uh, Ash and of course Nathan and we just went to um, kind of like a retirement trailer park my parents were there for like a month so we just went for a week and we kind of hijacked their vacation nice the weather was perfect we, got, we went swimming like three or four times a day um, good food went shopping and then went to Disney Springs for a bit which was perfect for Nathan because it wasn't like the full-blown Disney experience so I wasn't worried about him forgetting stuff he's only two two yeah. and a half so we got to go to the stores and all that stuff. Um, had a good time. Like we went swimming with Nathan every day. And the funny enough, we put him in swim lessons and I found he got better swimming, just farting around in the pool with us than those swimming lessons ever did. Like he was literally like floating on his stomach. He had like a, one of those weird 
life jackets that just come on the arms and across mm. the chest, so not a full one. And he was floating and kicking and dog paddling and just swimming around the pool by the end of the trip. <laughs> where awesome. when we were in the we're in the lessons, he's like afraid to get his face wet and you know doesn't want to do anything. He's just screaming at the top of his lungs. This one he didn't want to get out of the pool. It was great. Reminds me of when yeah. we were kids. I just got thrown in the pool and it was sink mm-hmm. or swim, right? Yeah, yeah I sunk. <laughs> My, my son would, he was too shy to do the swimming lessons. So yeah, he just kind of picked it up on its own too. I do have a fun story though, where we took him boating one summer and we had a tube out there cause we were pulling behind the boat <clears throat> and he's like four, right? So I'm holding him in the water cause it's up to my chest too tall for him. And, uh, I just grab him and he doesn't realize that the tube is directly behind us. He's got no life jacket on. And I just, hucked him like I was going to murder him and like the look of terror on my father just threw me off of a cliff sort of look as he's flying through the air and then lands safely like two feet away on a tube was great he still brings it up I scarred him for life but never forget that so worth that's it. a core memory yeah that is a core memory if, if there ever what was that movie in is it inside out or yeah. 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 The, yeah. Inside, Inside out, yeah. out. Where it just goes to the thing and it's just, it, the, there's like family, family town, family, emotional damage town. It's just this, it's just the statue of father. you. It's <laughs> just the statue of you throwing your child. <laughs> but everyone has those memories of like, you know, you, 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 it's, it's a dad gift, isn't it? To try to scare your children. Yeah. It's terrible jokes. And to scare them. Well, you want them to That's... respect you when they're teenagers or at least be terrified. <laughs> of you. They're not going to respect you, but no, because you terrified. can't go up to kid. You can't go up to your kids and like, you know, make them flinch or anything. Cause that's abuse or, you know, <laughs> you're in a mall. Hey, I told you, shut up. You start like <laughs> stepping up to your kids. Yeah. It doesn't work, man. Uh, it's not like he used to be. I know. Drink water from a hose and get whooped. <laughs> uh, well, that sounds awesome. Florida. Yeah, and but Chris's vacation sounded better. Well, my vacation was lucky. It was just the adults only vacation. So my kids didn't come with us. Um, sounds fantastic. Last year, it kind of got the bug <laughs> um, to travel. And so last year I went to Turks and Caicos and this year we went to Jamaica. So from one tropical island to another, um, if you've never been to Jamaica, go. It was amazing. We what was sp- better? They both had their pros and cons. The beach in Turks was way better than the beach in Jamaica, but the resort was better in Jamaica. Like all inclusive, we were an adults only resort. It was like a family on one side, adults on the other. So we were allowed to go everywhere on the resort, but the obviously kids couldn't come on the adult side and so many different restaurants. Uh, The beach was so huge you could pick a spot on the beach and you wouldn't have to worry about being too close to people and then there were so many different pools that would like kind of interconnect you could like swim the whole resort in these pools swim up bars and and uh, even the entertainment very um culture centric right like jamaican entertainment which was nice where in turks they're british isles so they don't have like that culture feel to it. So I guess that's more of a plus to Jamaica and it was cool. We, we did one excursion while we were there where we went to these luminous lagoons is what they're called. And when you swim in this water at night, so we're in the water, it's like nine o'clock at night and it looks like the water's glowing. You move your hands in the water and there's like these organisms in the water that like connect to your skin somehow. And when you move, the water's like glowing. So it was pretty cool. Wow. Uh, that's, that's neat. neat. <coughs> sounds that sounds like, like a lot of fun. Yeah, it sounds like something out of Avatar. Yeah, actually, yeah. 
like psychology. Yeah, You're just kind of swimming around. Is, yeah. Did you taunt the families that were in the family side that couldn't come to the adult side? You would just see the parents <laughs> with the kids, and you just they just look run down and so upset. Did you go by like this, <laughs> dangling some candy? Come here, kids. Aww. He's like, you have like the dad carrying like seven bags, and the mom's like dragging the kids, and you're walking with six margaritas, hammered to crap at nine in the morning. <laughs> hey, oh, man. you know what? That's one of the first times in a while where like I we woke up. It was like nine o'clock in the morning. Every every day they would stock your fridge. So I grabbed my two beers out of my fridge, sit down. We ate breakfast on the terrace, oh, drink my one beer. We go down <laughs> to my in-laws or my, my sister-in-laws. Uh, their their room was just below us. And I drank my second beer down there. And then, all right, let's head to the beach. And yeah, it was awesome. Red Stripe? That sounds amazing. Uh, no, that wasn't. That was, uh, was like Presidente or something. They oh, consi- pres- I've had Presidente yeah. before. That's pretty good, too. Yeah, they consider Red Stripe more of the fancy stuff. So you have to. Really? Yeah, it was weird. So. <laughs> I just thought that was like the every man's beer down there. But okay. Pretty cool. much, yeah. Yeah. Al Presidente, <laughs> though, when I went to um, St. Lucia. Yeah, St. Lucia? No, we went to St. Martin. That was everywhere, but that beer was very good. I like that and one. Just like little mini you know cans too. Oh no, we had oh. the big ass bottles. <laughs> but it was one of those like when it's hot and that's really cold. I it's, it was it hit the spot. It was great. Yep. Oh, that sounds amazing. I don't think Andy and I have done anything nearly as exciting. I I've been nowhere in the last couple months. Fun <laughs> and tropical and warm. Anyway, it, fe- it feels tropical here now. Finally. <sighs> Compared to yeah, when yeah, it was. We, we went from we snow nice in my yard three weeks ago to like 90 this week. So it's been great. <clears throat> Just that real slap in the face of like, oh, you thought you weren't going to have to heat or use air conditioner? Nature's just like, nope. Fuck you. We've had a, we've had a couple of days where it's like AC and then the next day it's like cold. And I'm like, I just want to get to one, one area. Yeah. I said to Ashley, like right now, we put Nathan to bed right before we started to do this. And I was like lying on the bed and I'm like, it is the perfect temperature for sleep. Like, you know, when you're just, you lie there, you don't have to go under the sheets. It's perfect. And I'm like, if I do not move, I'm not going downstairs. Like it was that nice. Finally, we're <laughs> kind of hit that, that sweet spot in the house. That's what you want. From what I've seen on your posts, you guys got a hell of a lot more snow than we did this year too. Like I was yeah. expecting the worst this year for snow and we was very minimal here. And like, not that bad. A couple snowstorms and nothing major. Yeah, it was record setting, I think, yeah. on the western side of the state, like record snowfall, like on, you know, since recorded history anyway. But yeah, it was. Then, then it, it took forever insane. to go away, too. Yeah, it was just, it was the length of it. Like we got snow so early and so much right away. And then it just kept piling on every month. You'd get, there'd be two storms guaranteed that would get like five to eight inches. It was. It was bullcrap. It was the one year where I actually thought of like everybody jokes like, haha, why do we live here? But like, I'm like, really, why do I live here? <laughs> and I was out th- the last storm. I'm out there with my snowblower. And it's not moving at all because I just can't get traction. It's so wet, so sloppy. I got to shoot it like 12 feet up to get it out of the driveway. And I just sounded like the guy from a Christmas. I'm just cursing up a storm at this stupid snowblower that's not moving. And it was ridiculous. Fudge. Yeah, man. Yeah, we didn't have much at all. Like it, it would come and it would go within the next. Like we had a couple storms where it was a big amount, but like Chris said, it was nowhere near like what you guys had to do. Well, with. now you guys are killing us because I wake up and can't see two feet out my window because it's Silent Hill down here because of the Canadian forest fires coming from 
the Alberta area. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. We're getting a little bit of that here too, but you guys might be getting it worse than what we are. Yeah, I think the jet stream is just like right, right into our backyard, pretty much. So yeah, yeah. That's why you guys all just have to come move to Burlington. Nothing happens here. It's nice. <laughs> it's just it's so weird we for a spring really fire. Good. You know, usually it's like July you'll start seeing it, but yeah, some donuts at Burlington. I'll show you the good donut places. Nice. Yeah. So oh. we're so we're living on the uh family side. You guys are living on the adults only side. <laughs> yeah. I don't know, man. I still I got I still got I still I still got some things here that would make it like adults only. So I don't I don't think there's any place. I think Jamaica is the only place where it's adults only. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I will say the one thing with the weather warming up is at least garage sales are back on here. I'm sure you guys are getting them too, but done a couple uh, days it's been pretty all right i haven't had a chance to go out yet okay I'm, i was gonna I'm say very did you do, upset that i haven't been able to go so did, you didn't even go for may 2 for eh? no i wasn't able to make it so i we 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 have we had a tradition uh before my work gave me weird off days that i would go up to chris's i would spend the weekend and we go garage shelling on the saturday of the may 2 for weekend um because it's generally like the first nice warm long weekend yeah. and it, it was just get hammered play video games till like two in the morning and then wake up at four or five and go garage sale. Still drunk. Um, yeah. <laughs> it are and, tender tapes. Uh, duck shoot games. Duck shoot games, yeah. Um, so then Ashley, my wife just got a new job, uh, a full-time position now. Like she was doing freelance and she got a new full-time position um, with this place called Motif Labs and they do all the marijuana extracts and she's doing the graphic design for that. And every Monday they have like one of those like powwow meetings where they go, oh, what have you do, you know, memories and stuff like that, just to kind of break the ice. And I'm like, wow, I've never heard of a company do that. My place doesn't do that. I Every place I've worked at, they don't give two craps what you do. Like, just come in and do your job. Right. So she's like, oh, what should I tell them? Because it's about the long weekend. I'm like, tell them about the time that I went garage selling with Miles and Chris. And Chris and uh, Miles went and got in the wrong car. <laughs> and like, he literally just went into the wrong car to the garage sale that and we made awesome. fun of him for it and then <laughs> Ashley made fun of him for it and then Ashley went with myself and Chris and she went in the wrong car <laughs> like literally and she's like what's going on I'm like Ashley it was Sega nobody locks their doors <laughs> pay attention ours is the one that's got like a bunch of nerdy stuff in it <laughs> not the church car not the one with the cross and the buddy Christ and the thing that's not in Chris's car <laughs> Uh, so she told them that story and they're like you really got in the wrong car and she's like yep and then she like i was at home because i was about to go to work and she turned the camera to me i'm like yep wrong car and it was great <laughs> myself and chris had a great laugh neither of us have gone to the wrong car yet but it's still a potential so there's a chance but, yeah man haven't had a chance but i've been doing a bunch of stuff on facebook marketplace people are like pumping stuff out on facebook marketplace like crazy and like decent prices yeah okay. Not like crazy. So my son's into what's that stupid movie? Lightning McQueen. Car- cars. cars. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> um, and he's been in. He just started watching it. So trying to buy the toys themselves from the stores are so expensive because obviously he's a little late to the party. So whatever you could get is whatever you can get. Yep. But they're like fourteen dollars for a diecast car. So I'm looking on Facebook Marketplace and I'm finding like people are like, oh, my son doesn't play this anymore. And like bundles of them. And I'm getting them there and it's like 20 bucks for 30 cars. And it's like Mater, Lightning McQueen, like all of them. So I'm like, yes, please. Yes. And that's what I'm doing. And like, cause my wife originally wanted to buy everything new. And I'm like, no, 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 not with kids toys. Cause he's going to grow out of it in a year. Right. Mm-hmm. 
So you're going to lose money. At least this, you might make money, and then maybe a collector would want them <laughs> if Nathan keeps them in somewhat condition, but he does not. Chances are you're going to be the guy putting them on Facebook and like, yeah, five bucks, just come and get them. <laughs> Pretty much. Take them in garbage bag. We'll throw in a free empanada. Uh, so have you had any luck uh, with any games or anything you're in selling yet? So I went out, yeah, was it yeah two weekends ago? Because uh, obviously... Zelda launch, I didn't go, but yeah, first weekend out, it was, it was good. Um, there was like a nicer neighborhood on a golf course with, you know, like million dollar homes and they had like a city or a neighborhood wide one, uh, which that was okay. <laughs> Nothing great, but for a morning I ended up with some Zelda collectibles, like a shield and the master sword. Um, what else did I get? I got a copy of Sonic the Hedgehog for free. And then wow. I had uh, Nate Biff with me and that bastard was like five steps ahead of me and got a Game Boy SP in mint condition with like 10 games for 15 bucks. And I oh, wow. almost didn't let him back in the car, but it was nice. <laughs> I would have just started driving. Um, but yeah, it was like it was weird because like those sales were like everybody had reasonable stuff. Like I could have bought a bunch of like decent TVs, like sound systems, sound bars, Blu-ray players all like five, 10 bucks. It was just stuff that I wow. left. And then a lot of people were clearing out <clears throat> like a really good quality VHS. Like if I was a VHS guy or like cared enough to flip, mm. like mm. there was like a sealed blazing saddles. There was, like a, I mean, I found really? like a ton of stuff that I would have loved, but I'm just not going to take the time to put it on marketplace. But yeah. Yeah, it was, it was a good morning. I mean, usually I'm used to finding nothing and I saw a ton of stuff that was worth it. I got a few things for myself. So, Oh, that's awesome. Nice. Yeah. Like I literally, we were away for this weekend, so I wasn't able to go. Um, but I did find one marketplace listing where I guess it was somebody that had a yard sale and they were still trying to move stuff. And I got a stack of, uh, Xbox and, and PS3 games, like nothing amazing, Sure. but I paid her 40 bucks for them and, I, and it should be about 80 to $90 of value. So, I mean, I'll double my money eventually. Yeah. Um, yeah. so, but nothing, nothing amazing. Like, I mean, there was one of the one of the mech mech assault games on the xbox and copy of fable and there was a couple other xbox games that are kind of decent and then actually yeah. surprisingly heavenly sword on the ps3 was in that bundle and that's like a 15 20 game now yeah <laughs> that one's always held its value it's kind of crazy mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but even when we went like we actually went garage shelling you you know we did you found stuff majority of the time it was stuff that we kind of kept like i don't think we found any big big stuff when you and me went yeah not when we went but they're, they're like no, it was just more it was just more the fun of it right like oh yeah it's, it's the fun yeah. it's experience you don't have to find anything especially we're going out with with friends and stuff it's just more the experience because it was like you've not gone garage sailing until you've gone garage sailing with chris <laughs> he's got it literally like before we did like the first time we went he had it all mapped out on a paper and we, one of us was a navigator. The other guy was one guy like did the Tim Hortons thing. So you pull into Tim Hortons, you get your coffee. The other guy ran to McDonald's and got the food. <laughs> so like, and then you were gone. You were good to go right now. And the next time you go, it's got all on his, um, he did like a Google maps, Google maps where you had like the predetermined route. Yep. But literally 
He's like, there's one quickly. He does a Yui. You're like, your foot is out the door as the car is still like you felt like you were in red. You know, the movie red when he steps out of the car. Is this going? That's what it was. It was just Chris. Chris doesn't mess around, but it was like we hit everywhere. And then he's like, oh, this is uh, the pawn shop that he knows. So we go to like his little hobby hole kind of place and and stuff like that. It was like it is fun. You can't do that in Toronto. I haven't tried it in Barrie yet. Oh, not Barrie, Burlington. I mean. Uh, but Toronto, I went once garage selling and everyone just astronomically priced oh, things sure. in Toronto. Hmm. It's like, here, this this broken toaster, it's in mint broken condition, $50. <laughs> A rebuilder's dream. And some hipster's going to buy it going, ooh, honey, we can rebuild this. And it's going to sit, 50 bucks and it's going to sit there. It's amazing, like, the deals and the stuff you can find in some of those, like, smaller, like, more remote towns. And, like, they'll do, like, a citywide and you'll show up and... I mean, no, it's insane. I mean, I've never found anything like crazy, crazy, but I've, you know, you go to like some of these towns where maybe there's like, I don't know, 800 people around here and you'll show up and someone's got like a box of stuff and it's like $20 out the door. They don't care. They just don't want it. But yeah, I feel like yeah. you get to bigger yeah. cities and it is tough because people can go to millions of places to try and hawk it, right? Like you could go. You could go donate it. You could go hawk it at a pawn shop. You could find somebody who's going to flip it at a shop. And Yeah. I'm The best thing I ever found, there's two actually. Um, I was in uh, Newmarket and I just, when I used to work in um, in construction on our lunch, if you see a value village, I'd just go into a value village just to take a look. And they had a stack of NES games, really good condition. Mario. Mario 2, Mario 3, Zelda Gold Kart, just tons of really, really good games. And it cost me like 25 bucks for the stack. So I'm like, wow. yeah. it was like wow. that Ikea commercial, you know, start the car and you're like <laughs> running. And then my, one of my coworkers was like, oh, I'm just cleaning out my garage. I don't need these anymore here. They're yours. And remember, I brought it up to your house to help clean it. And it was the N64 Smash Brothers Mario Kart. Oh, God. Zelda, like he gave me all that. And I'm like, okay, uh, I'm still to this day, I am working my cousin because he's, so I have a, I have a cousin has three siblings and his family was one of those families that they fought over it. So the mother would buy them each a system and each the same game. So they all, <laughs> and they all have like the different color N64s oh and the gosh. game And he's got like Rubbermaid containers. <clears throat> and she's like, oh, these aren't worth nothing. I'm like, if you're going to get rid of them, you call me. <laughs> You call me and I'm going to split it with Chris and we're going to have a, just a table from his crap because he's it's literally, I think, no word of a lie last time I was there, about two and a half Rubbermaid totes, the big Jeez, ones oh that God. you put your Christmas shit in of just video game stuff. And it's there still. And I'm like, just I'm, I'm frothing at the mouth. I'm like, I'll randomly send the mother just to my aunt, the mother, my aunt. I'm like, hey, uh. If you're ever going to get rid of those, <laughs> I'll take them. They're not worth anything. Yeah, they're not worth anything, but I'll take them off your hands. Yeah, it's like a Wayne's the, World. Hey, you should it play the kid angle now. Be like, we want to play these games together. My son really, I think he'd love, enjoy those games. You should really just let me take them, you know? <laughs> I'll just take them off. I'll give you 10 bucks. Yeah. Just 10, 12 bucks, yeah. you know? But I remember your story when you found the, what was the game in the, I'm trying to remember the name of the damn game. Me? Yeah. Skies of Arcadia? Skies of Arcadia. And you were like, got so nervous. You like threw GameCube (laughs) or Dreamcast? Dreamcast, Skies of Arcadia. This was like a little tiny pawn shop. Mm -hmm. Um, 
and I basically it. i walked in there and they actually had it behind the glass counter normally they didn't put games behind the glass counter but it was there and i saw it I'm like, oh skies of arcadia i'm like can i see that and they pull it out and i think the price was five dollars on it i'm like <laughs> yep. i think i'm going to take that <laughs> and then the guy ended up only charging me four dollars for it <laughs> i don't know nice. why i can't remember anymore but and i walked out of there and, and it's the same thing like to start the car oh my god and i'd get out to the car i'm like is this real looking at it and making sure the condition's good and He's yeah. like sitting there like this is amazing. Some of those <laughs> that's, that's, that's one of my better single game finds. That yeah. and when I found uh Pokemon, I think it was Pokemon Blue, Pokemon Gold, and Pokemon Silver in a electronic recycling bin on the ground. Wow. Like I, I, yeah, I was at one of my old jobs and I was getting rid of a whole bunch of computer stuff. And I drove it over to a reuse it center where they had one of those electronic recycling bins. And the guy's like, Oh yeah, just drive around back, you just throw it in that big bin. So I parked and I get out and the bin was fairly packed full. So I want to try to get my stuff thrown further to the back. And I walk in and I just happen to look down and one of the Pokemon games was on the ground. I'm like, what? And I picked it up <laughs> and I'm like, I think Gosh. it might've been blue. And I'm looking at it. I'm like, it's in good shape. I'm like, holy crap. I'm like, if this is here, there's gotta be other stuff. So I start digging around and, and I think I found like, yeah, I think it was gold, silver, and blue is what I found wow. in there. So, yeah. Wow. Andy's got some good stories too. Like, what do you get? Uh, was it a boxed top loader NES for a dollar? Yeah, like two years a ago. Garage sale. Yep. Wow. <laughs> In the box. Jeez. Have you gone yeah. out this year? I haven't gone out this year at all. Yeah. No, it's it's been pretty busy on weekends, and now half the time you have to be out Thursday and Friday just to get anything. Good. Yeah, what's the deal with that? When did they start having to open stuff on Thursday? (laughs) Yeah, I don't know. It's bullshit. It is. It's so weird. Like up north where we have our trailer, if you go yard sailing those weekends on the Saturday, don't bother starting before nine o'clock. Nobody sets up there until nine, nine thirty in the morning. We're here at home. You can start going out at like probably six thirty, seven o'clock in the morning. Good. But for whatever reason up north, no way. Nothing starts until nine, nine thirty. Jeez. In in Toronto, if you don't go out by like six, all the stuff, if you're like actually looking for something, is gone. Oh yeah. Huh. I did find something else actually. I just remembered. But I caught it was it wasn't really a garage sale find. I contacted them ahead of time, but I got a Dreamcast for like ten bucks. Nice. Very nice. But Nothing, not, not a top loader in a box, <laughs> you know, <laughs> but yeah, like if you don't go out, like I said, I don't know how it is here, but in Toronto, you had to go out early because the, especially because the thing is in Toronto, you have a lot of the game stores that go and that's oh, yeah. how they yeah. get a lot of their stuff because yeah. they have the money to drop. Like they just, yeah, they have the money just to fork it out and just show up at people's places and they bully them into it. I'll give you this. It's the hold it for me. I'll give you an extra 50 bucks. It's like that here too. Like if anyone puts it in the description, like just don't just drive as far away from that as you can. Yeah. Cause there's going to be somebody waiting that out. Like you want the one Half that's the time like, there. Yeah. They're an hour early banging on their door to try and get right. into it. You know, I've literally seen people roll under garage doors as they're opening up. Like that's not a joke. <laughs> <It's>, <laughs> I was going to say, is it like the, the zombies from or like the ragers from like 28 days later where they hear the noise <laughs> and their mouth is just open. They see video games and they just start running. They're out the door <laughs> screaming. <laughs> nah, it's, it's fun. 
but the, like that's the one thing I don't like about it is there's some people that just yeah. But this is their that to be fair, we're doing it for fun. They're doing it potentially for a living, right? Like that's their. Yeah. So if you're not going to go at it fully, if that's your your bread and butter, what's the point? Yeah, that used to be the thing too. When we'd like Andy and I would go out because when Andy was flipping all that stuff hardcore be like well that's a good deal but like you're gonna make a huge markup on that and i'm gonna put it on a shelf and i'm gonna look at it for three <laughs> years so how about you just take this one and call it good <laughs> but that was i think the deal we had too though like if it was anything like you really wanted when we went we just specified you really wanted this but if it was like something big that all of us kind of were just going to sell we would sell it and then we split it yep. i've done that a so few like, times if it was me and chris we just split it the two ways or if it was myself chris and miles we split it the three ways or if you really really wanted it you just this is like one of those things yeah sure go ahead man like yeah it just it's just easier we didn't we we watched that episode of simpsons with radioactive man comic number one <laughs> we didn't want that to come between us in any way right like uh, for sure we saw what happened that's the way to do it like andy and i always had a pretty like andy helped me build like over half of my nes collection so we're pretty generous with deals back and forth if on the other you hand that gets ugly because you get two guys who yeah. only want nes and like we'd have to have rules it's like any NES game brought in that is in neither of our collections goes into this pile. <clears throat> and then we will, at the end of the day, rock, paper, scissors, and you start picking which one. And then you get your next pick. Like it got pretty brutal. <laughs> like we had to, I, we had to really define it. <laughs> there was almost it's, a broken hand over a copy of Zelda wind waker in a oh, goodwill. Yeah. One time. About snapped him off on that one. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> I got it. You gotta sweep the leg. <laughs> I got it. That's the important part. I got it. We didn't talk for like three months, but I got it. He doesn't it. have a GameCube anymore. It's fine. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think it's time to get into what we've been playing. So, Fisher, you might as well go first because <laughs> I know what the rest of us have been playing. So, I've I've played this thing called Vigia Games. No, um, it's it's like I was saying earlier. It's, it's my my very limited time with with Nathan and then working the night shifts or not nights, but like baby nights, kind of like you're finishing getting home at like three in the morning. It's just, you have very limited time. I have very limited time for gaming. So right now I'm playing uh Hogwarts legacy. And then once that's done, I am going into Jedi survivor and I'm like just shy of beating Hogwarts legacy. Um, then Jedi survivor, then tears of the kingdom. It's like a weird, I don't know why I did it that way, but I know Tears of the Kingdom. Like, I know I could run through um, Jedi Survivor fairly quickly, where I know Tears of the Kingdom is going to be one of those, like, like oh, I have, like, over 100 hours in Breath of the Wild. Wow, so, yeah. like, I know it's one of those ones that, like, it's it's going to be a perfect game for my time restraints kind of thing. So I could just pick it up, play a bit, put it down, pick it up, which I love. But I know I'm going to be dicking around a lot in that game, so yeah, I have I haven't got it yet. I'm gonna how how is Hogwarts wait. in terms of like linearity? Like, is it pretty open, or do they really like force you down like a narrative path? So you have like your main quests, which is like a, a pretty like linear path. Like it's the main story, but then they have a tons of other like quests that you can do um to get extra spells to unlock different levels of spells you don't have to do them but you do them i'm a completionist kind of when i play i like, I like to really go as much as i can um 
So I'm doing everything. Once you get flying, like the the broom, it's so much fun. It nice. is, and that's not even like you even get um, uh, the bag that's in Fantastic Beasts where it sucks the animals in, and you can actually oh get like a hippogriff and fly with that too. <laughs> so it's really cool. But like I was saying, the one thing that I didn't like about the game is you're not an adult. You're a kid, and the voice acting they have for it is "Hello, everybody," and I'm like, "That's my. Thing. I want my guy to have a. I want him to be bald and have a beard. I want it to be me going around because you're a kid fighting adults. You're not fighting other kids. You are fighting adults. You're fighting dark wizards and goblins. And I want to be like, no, I want to be me. And the other thing I didn't like about the game, and it's like a minor gripe, but it is a because it's not online. It's a local game. You shouldn't have any restrictions to what your names are. That's fair. So my mm. first name I picked for my character was Reginald Dingleberry. <laughs> Dingleberry wasn't allowed. What? Really? Couldn't wow. I couldn't do Dingleberry. So I got really pissed off. I guarantee you there's I'm a like, Harry Potter book stupid. with Dingleberry in it. Yeah, that's I'm like, this a pretty is, English this name, is stupid. I would say. I'm like, this is stupid. I want to be Dingleberry. <laughs> Reginald Dingleberry. <laughs> so then I'm like, well, let's see how like vulgar I can get. So in the end, I wound up with Percival Powerbottom. <laughs> and that was my wizard name. <laughs> um, I mean, appropriate I for the little... controversy around this game. So. Yeah, I, well, I'm just saying, if I can't be Dingleberry, I'm going full Powerbottom. Uh, and then I made my dude look like John Constantine. Um, cause it's just, if I'm going to go, I'm going John Constantine, but not Keanu Reeves Constantine, which is a good Constantine. I'm going like comic accurate, the blonde with the, like, like I, I got the duster jacket and everything. And I'm just flying around, uh, Vidi Kadibri and everybody. I'm, that's why I just, I don't say the names, but like uh, the, the killing curse to everybody. Yep. That's all I do. I'm evil and it is fun. Nice. It's like, you could just, you could go kill a teacher if you wanted to, they'll come after you and then they, you know, but you could. <laughs> wow. So you're Slytherin, I'm guessing? Think... Is that? <laughs> no. I did the questions at the beginning because they they do a sorting thing and you answer the questions. Yep. And I ended up in, um, I was going to say Hogwarts. No shit. Um, what's the main one? Uh, the um, Gryffindor. I'm a, oh. I'm a Gryffindor killing everybody. Nice. But I wanted Slytherin because green's my favorite color. <laughs> but no, I'm a, I'm a Gryffindor. And like you get to customize your wand, like every it, it is a lot of fun. Um, the thing I didn't think I was gonna like in it is because they go through all the different schools of magic. So there's like summoning and like fire spells, attack spells, like all that kind of stuff. But I'm into the like the the botanist, like the planting the weird mm. things and the Chinese snapping cabbage. I believe that's what they're called. You grow these fucking things. Part of my language, but you grow these damn things, and when you're fighting, you throw them on the ground, and they just start hopping and then attacking things. So the trolls coming at me, and I'm like, I threw 16 of these things down, just destroyed the troll, like nuked the troll. And I'm sitting here like this. I'm like, I wish I had a pipe. And I'm like, another thing is, I found the game developers in this really, in terms of what you can do, didn't hold anything back. So I was fighting a troll which are hard, easy to do, but it's like about cat, like, you know, kind of like a dark souls where you have to dodge a lot, then attack. And so I hit the troll to get his attention on me. And then I hopped on my broom and I flew to the edge of a cliff. And as the troll was running to me, he fell off the cliff and then he died because he took fall damage <laughs> and he died. And I'm sitting there and I'm like, 
was that an accident or was that meant to happen? But then I, you know, when you can like with PlayStation, you can kind of watch, like if you save it, you could watch it back. There was a falling animation for the troll. I'm like, nope, they programmed this in there and they <laughs> wanted you to do this. So now I try to find weird ways to break really hard boss battles. Yeah. So like I, it's just, it's, it's very fun. Um, I haven't gotten tired of it yet, but I am almost done. And once that's done, I'm looking forward to going to Jedi survivor because I think the Jedi survivor is the adults only resort <laughs> where Hogwarts is the, the family one, but that's what I've been, that's what I've been doing. Like, but I am seeing stuff, um, from the fallen, um, the fallen kingdom or tears of the kingdom, fallen kingdom, yeah, tears of the kingdom. Cause my brother has it and he's been like, he got it like, cause he works for Nintendo. So he got it right away. And he's like, this is what I did. This is what I did. And he's sending me all this shit. And I'm just like, Oh, that looks so cool. <laughs> I want to play this so bad, but I have to be patient. Yeah. Yeah. I was not and, patient. So I took the day off. Um, like any self-respecting gaming parent, I also pulled my son from school because who needs numbers <laughs> and reading? Uh, and we went and got two copies of tears of the kingdom. I wanted physical. Um, and I wanted to make sure I got them and I knew they'd be everywhere. So we grabbed them right away. 7 a.m. Target launch day and uh, spent not as much time as I figured over the weekend, but a good like six to eight hours on that Friday getting into the game. Um, it's funny because my son has not gravitated towards it as much because he got into Breath of the Wild kind of right around the time he started getting into YouTube gaming. So like Breath of the Wild to him is watching people break the game and doing glitches or mm. watching people doing let's plays and walkthroughs. So he doesn't like that. He doesn't know where to go. And I try to help him, but I'm also trying to explain to him, like, that's why it's fun. Like the fact that you don't know where to go, but you could do anything is what you should be enjoying. So I kind of still have to sit down with him and watch him play to kind of help him out. So he doesn't feel like he's just lost, but yeah, really I'm really enjoying it so far. And I got lucky and there was a collector's edition um, just sitting at Target. So I bought one, nothing I needed to. Um, it was nice to have the option and waste another $40. I got a free fanny pack. Um, and I think in talking to Andy and Chris here, we're all kind of in about the same spot where we've done one quote unquote dungeon and are just exploring the game. And yeah, I don't want to say too much out of the bat. What I will say is best opening sequence possibly in any video game like when that thing opens like the, that that intro cinematic is great but like when it the sky opens up and like he's flying and then tears of the kingdom comes out like fuck yeah like everything about it you're just like amped you know what i mean i loved it i was worried at first when i started playing it um because the new mechanics weren't grabbing me right away sure uh it took me a little bit and and i don't get me wrong i love it now i i think they're great and i'm sure even just my brief stuff i've seen on youtubes or clips of people things they're doing in the game like all of the um uh the sacrificing of the the was it the quirks or <laughs> yeah the, or ones the big backpacks <laughs> yeah yeah oh, yeah the yeah. guns for punishment man yeah great. so um but at first yeah at first i'm like i don't know if i'm like these because it's it feels like it's slowing things down, but it, it makes sense it, it, for what they're using it for. And 
I'm sure there's as the game opens up, there's going to be so much more to it. Um, and, and when I start getting into the dungeons, you mentioned I literally am just at a dungeon. I have not gone in yet. Sure. I've been trying to do more of the um, the shrines to to level up. Like so, I've done I guess like twelve shrines. So I've increased my stamina twice, and I've added myself an extra heart. Okay. So, um, yeah. but yeah, yeah. So and and I mean that there's a lot of similarities, obviously, to Breath of the Wild, um, but it's still different enough. And without giving anything away, I feel this is better story driven than what Breath of the Wild was. Yeah, that's fair. I think you're right. You you play games like how I do, though. You try to do all the outside stuff before you go to the main story. So when you go to the main <laughs> story, you're like, ha, 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 and just running through, running through things. Make yourself like, a little OP. <laughs> kind of like, but that's the whole point of it being open world, right? You could literally, if they didn't want you to do it, why would it be that? When I played the Spider-Man games, I did that. Yeah. When I played God of War, I did the same thing. I tried to get as much stuff as I could. So when I went for the the boss battles, it was just, you know, I've already done the hard stuff. This is going to be fine, you know? Well, I think, like, what's great about this game is, like, they literally in the first hour hand you God abilities and are just, like, go nuts. And, like, I found out today from the devs that the Ascend ability was literally a debug tool. That was a debug oh, that tool that they're sense. like, oh, this is fun. Let's put it in the game. So, yeah, it's just, it's so wild that, yeah, they take away your stamina, they take away your hearts, but it's just so wild that you're that powerful right off mm-hmm. the bat. And, like, there's so many ways, like, you can cheese almost every shrine. Like, you don't have to play by their rules at all, and mm-hmm. it's pretty awesome. Mm-hmm. The fact that they created something, from what I've seen, that just lets you and your imagination take over, and, like, the only limit to the game is like your i guess perspective on it mm-hmm. i think that that's really cool like the fact that you can do like my brother said oh i had to get up to this cliff and i'm he's like well you could do this 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 and he's like screw that and he just made like a, a giant ladder by connecting a bunch of logs <laughs> together <laughs> and then he just climbed it and i'm like but that's that's the thing right like it's you gotta in 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 when you're doing something like in your regular life you have a thousand different ways to go about something and you have to find the one that works best for you. But in a lot of video games, they don't give you those options. It's, it's like you said, a very linear path where it's, this is what you have to do. And I like that this kind of just does that. Yeah. And that's why I don't want to play it right away. <laughs> <laughs> the hard part about that is seeing the stuff that's getting built online and me knowing that I'm going to be the guy that just builds that big log every time. <laughs> yes. You know, right. Everybody else simple. is building helicopters simple. and stuff, yeah. you know? Yeah. Hey, I've I've seen, because I'm on TikTok, and I've seen, like, giant penis monsters attacking <laughs> things. So, you know, yeah. I've I've seen it, so it's okay. If, if you just make a giant log, that's fine. You're just not, you're not running around with a giant <laughs> man with rockets on his back <laughs> flying into things. Like, so... Yeah, the the amount of freedom is just nuts. And then like the scope of this world, like I don't like I've basically filled in most of the open world map at this point, minus a couple main areas, like two slivers, actually. And it's huge. And then you've got the whole sky plateau, which there's a ton of stuff there. But then there's like the whole other thing that they don't really talk about and you get into. But there's like there's a lot of stuff happening under the surface, uh, which 
I hate, I hate that area. It can fuck off. It pisses <laughs> me off. I don't enjoy it at all. I don't like the mechanics. It's bullshit, but it's there. And I have a feeling. My feeling is, is like, I, I'm suspecting the game culminates there. And like, you're going to have to like do that, like sort of horror game thing where you're like, I don't want to go in the room. Like, I don't want to go in there, mm-hmm. but I got to go in there. Cause it tell me I have, this is the only path left. So I think <laughs> it's, it's going to be cool, but that area freaks me out and it is not fun for me. I, uh, I got very lost in there for a very long time. I got really yeah. pissed off. <laughs> yeah, your, your, your kids come in and you get a blanket over you. <laughs> Just shaking, <laughs> just shaking and crying. What have you? You're sipping like a cup of hot cocoa. <laughs> I don't want to talk about what I saw. <laughs> I have like two kids that are freaked out about this game already because the way that starts in this game. Uh, I wondered, that, yeah. That, uh, yeah, that was they kind of got freaked out by that, and they were like, "Yeah, I'm done watching Zelda now." <laughs> <It's> like, okay, <laughs> zombie Ganon didn't sit well with them or what? <laughs> Yeah, but no, I'm I'm also I'm also a huge fan of the voice actor they got for him. <laughs> oh yeah, I like Matt, Matthew Mercer. Yeah. Oh, nice. Didn't yeah. realize. I, well, because I I watch Critical Role, right? So he's the DM of that, and he's okay. also like the Fox Mac in a show. He's like a huge voice. He's McCree in Overwatch. Oh sure. sure. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So he's he's like a huge voice actor. So it's cool. And I'm like, oh, when they got him, I heard it. <laughs> Mercer. But yeah. They really they they did a good job. It looks like this. Did I know you got it, Chris? But did you guys get the um, OLED, the new OLED? Oh yeah, I did too. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's not Chris so goddamn nice. Yeah, it is so. Mm. You know what though? I've experienced just tonight, and I don't know what it is. My right Joy-Con was acting funny, and <laughs> I don't know if it was just the connectivity. Like I tried resetting it a couple times. And then I said, screw it. And I just grabbed the pro controller. I'll, I'll revisit it later. But my, my, I was trying to like jump and then use the paraglider and my button wasn't working. I'm like, what the hell's going oh, no. on? I'm falling off the <laughs> oh, cliff. <wow. laughs> so I hope it was just a, maybe a connectivity issue with the distance to the system or something. I don't know. But yeah, it looks beautiful though. Yeah, yes, it, does. it is. I think that's probably one of the nicest, if not the nicest collab switches that i've seen when you don't realize a couple too like how much just that little extra like screen to the edge of the bezel like really mm-hmm. makes that thing feel like a bigger screen it does yeah you forget about it until you use it because i'll be like somebody's watching tv i'm like oh, i don't want to play the switch i'm like well wait a minute it's got a giant screen on it if i play it portably <laughs> and i pull it out and i'm like yeah okay this is good i can play this way <clears throat> well it's weird for me too because like i pray i played uh breath of the wild on wii u with like a non-pro controller so I had no motion or anything and I didn't use the bow and arrow at all. Cause I found it like too cumbersome and like tedious with the thumbsticks. Um, but you don't realize like now I'm exclusively playing handheld, like how precise and great like that motion control yeah. is like, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm pretty much all arrows. It's like a completely different approach to this game. It's, it's crazy. I feel like I missed out the first time. Yeah, just uh, attaching everything that you can find to arrows and yes, experimenting yeah. with it. That's that's a lot of fun. Yeah, one thing uh, was kind of neat. I've been to the underground once, we'll call it, I guess, the underground. And I ended up killing like a skeletal creature there and they leave their arms and I attach the arm to one of my weapons. <laughs> so I now have the arm attached to it. I'm like, oh, this, this is cool. 
Uh, has anybody done the thing where, for whatever reason, in my inventory, those like bomb plants tend to be right next to like the precious gems and like in the heat of the moment, you're like cycling through and then you realize you just like fired off like a hundred dollar root, like gem that you could have sold. I mean, it does damage, but you're like, son of a. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I've seen some clips where like someone threw, he had like a bomb on an arrow and he shot it and he was sitting up there, he was sniping and when it hit the, I guess the, the powder kegs and everything, it blew up, but it launched a flaming stick back and there was powder kegs behind him. And then that lit the powder kegs and then he died. And I'm like, Oh, you mean I can't just dick around for the sake of dicking around. I've got to be careful. Yeah. It's maybe crazy. It was the direction that I went. I found this game a lot harder than breath of the wild like yeah. every place i went i felt like oh, i'm not supposed to be in this place because i was just gonna <laughs> one hit every time yeah i was just everywhere. gonna say the same thing because it's like i've shrined the hell out of stuff so like i've got three extra stamina and i think i just got to 11 hearts and i've just gotten oh, wow. to the point now where i can't get one hit killed by stuff on the ground um like and i'm, I'm surviving by like half a heart like it's nuts mm-hmm. and i'm and i'm not in like crazy like end areas it's just some of the bosses just hurt or not the boss is just like some of the regular bokoblins they'll just screw you i mean i've died so much like this one i definitely spam the hell out of the like the save because like i'll assess the situation and i'll go in i'm like i'm probably gonna fuck this up and i do so i say i save scum the hell out of this stuff you're totally rick and morty with the the button (laughs) just rewind rewind yeah well that's the hard thing too is like these abilities are so powerful and like training your brain to remember that you have them, especially like the ascend and the recall. For oh, yeah. Me. Yeah. Like, I know I'm like doing things way harder than I need to because I just don't think to use them. The hand I, uh, all the time, but everything else. I literally spent. So I was up on one of the sky islands and there was these things, little platforms that you're put, supposed to put rockets on and you go between platforms. Mm-hmm. And it, you know, they kind of set it up that way. So I finally get to like the third one. They have the same thing and I do it and it brings you to an island, but it's on the very bottom where there's like a spire coming down. So I thought you had to get on that spire and just figure out how to climb up it. And I spent probably about 45 minutes um, just kind of wiggling my way, Skyrim, <laughs> Skyrim in my way up, trying to get up this thing and uh, dying all the time. Eventually I just realized no you just have to angle the rockets up so you go at an angle up uh so it's like stuff like that where you just like you, you make it harder than it actually is than it needs to the be tool. yeah yeah well you're not thinking about all the tools you have you know there were i was up in the sky area and you know how they have those big giant floating platforms that are kind of everywhere I got to a point where I did what you did. I used a rocket thing to shoot myself across to one of the other islands and I get there and there's like kind of nothing there, but one of those, I think there was one or two of those platforms. So I used those and I just kept going from one to the other and spinning them around and jumping on them to try to get way over to this other island. It took me like 10, 15 minutes (laughs) and then I'm just about over there. And then all of a sudden one of the platforms disappears. I guess it only lasts for so long. So then I had to jump off a paraglide down and I just, just made it onto the other island. Yeah. Wow. I had that realization too with those balloons. I don't know if you played around with them much. Like I didn't realize the balloon itself would have like a time limit. <clears throat> so like 
I crafted this thing. Like I'm going to get to this next piece of the sky Island. I get like 20 feet below this thing and my balloon just bursts and I come like oh. screaming down. And I was so pissed. <laughs> I was like, I could taste it. I was almost there. Yeah. There's this tickle in your balls. It's just right there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's wild. The amount of stuff like, and just, even when you think you've seen stuff, there's so much stuff online. I guess I've been trying to keep myself away from it, but that I've never seen online, like as far as like the devices and things you can use. And but yeah, the rockets are fun. Like that's my favorite thing to do is take those core rock guys and just like slap a rocket on them. And Oh, fires <laughs> that way. See ya. Like I'll meet you over there. You know, there's a smoke signal that way. <laughs> yeah. You'll get in the vicinity. <laughs> yeah. A couple other things I saw. Cause like they give you the merge. Yeah, the fuse, yeah. Ability. And someone sent me a clip. It was probably my brother. That was my brother. And he's like, take a shield you don't like and install a minecart to it. And when you do the shield surfing, it's like a skateboard. Well, oh. someone did that. And then they put this theme song from Tony Hawk's Pro Skater. You know, <laughs> Here I am. And I saw this and I'm like, you prick. So then I downloaded it from my PlayStation and I started playing Tony Hawk Pro Skater. It was a PlayStation free game. So I'm just like, freaking wicked. Uh, that's awesome. And I'm just like, and that's, that's how my mind goes. And this is why I don't play certain games. Because it's like, I see a clip of them making a skateboard in a in a Zelda game and then I hear the song and then I go play Tony Hawks. <laughs> like not the Zelda game where you could do this. No, I go play the game that it makes me think of. So I mean you can't go wrong with a Tony Hawk game either, to be fair. So No. But yeah, like I just like I said, the amount that you could do in this, I'm very much so looking forward to playing in this. And probably <laughs> once you guys are all finally done it, I'm gonna get started. I'm like, did you guys do this? Yes, Fraser. I have every intention of making this the game I play all summer long. Like, I'm just going to turn everything over. I'm not going back to any, like, main quests for anything anytime soon. And yeah, No Monster uh, Hunters? No. <laughs> I saw the look in your eye, like, <laughs> no. Sticking to this one. Not today. I'm really bad at combat in this game, though, I will say. like I'm with you. Everything I struggle. I struggle with the combat, too. Yeah, I just got to train my hands to be... Better. I think it's an age thing. Yeah, it's like I'm out. The parry thing, I couldn't. I couldn't even do it on the tutorial. Yeah. I, couldn't, I couldn't get. I couldn't nail the tutorial. I don't know if my leg is just bad on my setup or what. But and just Nintendo like inverting like every other control scheme, like where your main action buttons are the opposite of like PlayStation mm -hmm. or Xbox games. Like to wrap your head back around that scheme, and now it's going to ruin me for everything else I play after this for a mm -hmm. good like six months. But. The what? So what you're telling me is we shouldn't play Fortnite then. I don't. I don't, <laughs> I don't want to, I don't want to have play to carry, Fortnite. I don't want to have to carry the team. I'm saying. I always accidentally press down on the D-pad and whistle at the most yes. worst mm -hmm. times possible. <laughs> yep, every time I'm with you. <laughs> or I'll like quickly try to switch, like in the heat of battle, and like I pull up the amiibo ability. It's like just a floating circle. It's like fuck no, I don't. <laughs> this isn't helping. Yeah. So great though. Like I, I do think overall, like, I don't know if I'm going to like this more than breath of the wild, just because like, how do you beat like a complete reinvention and like 3d imagining of like a game you've loved since you were eight. Mm -hmm. um, but there's a lot here. And even like some of my minor complaints, like it's hard not to just get lost in like the highlights and the fun moments. Cause there's just so many of them, at least so far. I've just scratched the it surface. It overshadows the negative. What's that? And it overshadows the yeah, negative. Yes. So oh, yeah. far. And this a year from now to watch speedruns of this, 
it's either going to be incredibly entertaining or really boring if they have to use the same thing over and over, but plus we'll have DLC, but then, you know, they're working on something. Hmm. There's no way. Absolutely no DLC. Well, where did they go? They went to the sky. They went underground. I saw somebody suggested they give them the ability to like actually swim through water. I was like, that's a good idea. Cause it's weird that you can't dive down. Yeah. Since, you know, that's kind of a staple in some of the games. Or at yeah. least Ocarina. Gotta find the boots. <laughs> that's another thing is I do like all the clothes options in this one. Like there's a clothing, there's clothing to overcome all the shit that pisses you off. Like the frog suit to like climb on slippery stuff and the wing glider aid. Like, I don't know how much you guys have found, but like there's, there's a different set of clothes to boost almost every ability or counter everything you encounter. That's oh, wow. Great. Nice. I'm I'm having trouble finding getting rupees. Yeah, I don't know the best way to get that. Yeah, like mining, I, I've it? only found a few like people where I'll do a quest for them and I'll get rupees. But yeah, I mm-hmm. think mining might be and selling stuff. Yeah, yeah. Have you guys ran into the balloon brothers yet? Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't think so. Okay, I won't say too much, but I'll say that they make Tingle look normal as fuck. <laughs> okay, <laughs> then I definitely haven't run into them. Yeah, yet. you you will not forget. You will uh, know exactly when you see them. So. Yeah. No, I'm loving it. I hope you guys are too. Yeah, I'm going to be playing this all summer too, I think. For sure. Nope. (laughs) (laughs) You'll you'll get there eventually. Christmas. Yeah, well, it's going to be $70 forever. So, yeah, there's no point. You might as well just. Nintendo never, ever drops their damn prices. But you buy them anyway. Yes, because we're saps. And then it you, felt weird paying 70 this time. And then you, well, and then I buy the Amiibo after I've sworn off Amiibo. I didn't, <laughs> I, I bought none of the other Breath of the Wild Amiibo, but I, this one was there and I'm like, okay, I'm, I'm an My idiot. Take sent it. me a picture and he bought them all. Yeah. Uh, all from this one. Cause he's like, I don't like Amiibos, but I have a feeling these are going to be worth something. And he sends me the thing and he's like, literally all of them. I'm like, spoken like a true collector yeah. who doesn't want to admit he's a collector. <laughs> I feel like these are going to be worth something. Oh, uh, like, that was where I drew the line. Like that first set came out and like, I had them all, all in my cart. And my wife's like, it's okay. You can get them. And I was like, no, this is $150. No. <laughs> <laughs> Putting them back. I hate myself. So. And then you just sit there at like the rest of the day. You're just moping. I sweetie. I said you could have bought it. No. Yeah. <laughs> well, pretty much. But yeah, I have this and wall dumb, of regret the, behind me. The dumb, stupid one that nobody bought is the one that's going to be really collectible. <laughs> you yeah. know? It's always how it is. Stupid Amiibo. So, yep. I, you know what? I don't mind them. They're cool. Yeah. They're worth like the I money-ish. Have, I have a couple. I have a couple. My favorite one, Bowser and Shovel Knight. I'm cool. I think it was really fun when they were like super scarce and it was like exclusive. This sounds stupid because it was a giant pain in the ass and not consumer friendly because it's Nintendo. But like when they'd have a launch and then I'd have to be at three stores and like drop my wife off here and I'm planning on, you know, elbowing people. Like that was great. Like the excitement of that. It's like crap. You know it is? It's the thrill. It's the thrill of the yeah. hunt. Was I happy That's that I had Jigglypuff? Fuck no, but he was really hard to get. But so I got him. I got him. Like, and this scar right here is from when I punched that old woman in the face yeah. to get the Jigglypuff. Uh, Plus, there, I mean, there was like 50 of them, so you never knew which ones were going to be around, you know? Right. Yeah. It was cool. And then it wasn't. Yeah. It was probably like, never cool, actually. But to me, <laughs> I got caught up in it. 
That's why, like, when it comes to certain things now, I've just realized that if I see something I like and I'm able to purchase it, just do it. Like when we were in Florida, I sent you guys the pictures of the last Ronin NECA figures. Yeah, those are sweet. I saw them and I'm like, I don't know. I don't know. And Ashley's like, you love that shit. Just get it. And I don't regret anything. <laughs> like they're sitting on my shelf and they're not open, but they just look so sweet. Yeah. You know, and I'm just at that point now where I'm just like the regret of not getting it as opposed to the guilt of getting it is so much worse. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. And, and like, if you have a spouse that is cool with you doing that and I say, why not? It's not like you're doing anything that's bad. You're potentially getting something that, eventually is going to be worth money at some point in time to somebody else. And you might recoup your money from it. Right. Yeah. Like that's true. There's worse things. You could be out closing down the bars every night. So you're not mainlining black. drugs. So you're good. Yeah. Black tar heroin, just tons of it. <laughs> Copious amounts, putting it in your prison wallet to get it over the border. Well, if you got some of that eighties cocaine though, it's probably worth more than it was then. Yeah. Oh, true. <laughs> Like, like he, Chris bought something. I keep pointing out, but I don't know what your layout is, but like Chris bought something, the Bowser. Oh, the from the, Mar- the Mario uh, movie. No, the Mario oh, movie yes. that breathes the smoke. Yeah, yeah. Ooh, I wanted those figures so bad. I did the same thing I did with the Amiibo. I looked at them all and my wife's like, you can totally buy them. I'm like, no, but they're amazing. <laughs> they're great figures. The detail's yeah. great. The packaging's great. Did you buy the whole set or just Bowser? I bought the whole set and they're yeah. open. My son yeah. wanted to open them, so I don't sure. care. But you're Nintendo Hodge. If you didn't buy them, you'd relinquish your name. Yeah. <laughs> well, but here it's a little surprising, too, because I've been following you on YouTube forever as Nintendo Hodge. And then when you started your, like, quest to 500, I was like, how the fuck does Chris only have, like, 100 Nintendo games? He's Nintendo Hodge. Oh, yeah. Like, it was weird yeah. that your NES collection, because, like, you were you were hunting and uploading videos in the years where that stuff was like quote unquote cheap. Mm-hmm. I was surprised that you started off like so low on that. I'd have figured you'd have been four hundred easy. Well, I when I first started that, I was only collecting certain games. I wasn't collecting everything, right? Okay. So like, there's times where I would I remember having a giant lot of probably like a hundred Nintendo games that I purchased, and I probably flipped eighty to ninety percent of them because really? I was just in in collecting only certain things that I wanted and more mm-hmm. systems, right? Where my focus over the last, whatever, two years now has been basically Nintendo stuff. So, yeah. Okay. Yeah. That makes sense. I just figured you were kind of like keeping it all. And I was, I was kind of surprised, yeah. but I mean, now I wish you're, I had a been. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, shit, you're, you've got to be over where I'm at now. I don't think I'm as close to 600 as you are. Yeah. I'm at, uh, what am I at? <laughs> I'm like 10 away from 600 now, I think. No, it's nuts. I mean, I've seen your list when you posted it and it was like, holy crap. That's like a lot of big dog games. there. not a lot of filler left. Yeah. Very, very few fillers. That's for sure. That's when you guys start checking out like those estate sales of those really weird people that, you know, <laughs> <laughs> that don't go out. You're going to find everything like perfect in box. Yeah. I'm at 590. Wow. Nice. Dang. Well, at least, you know, you're somebody tuned. We should get to the weekend rental too, but I do want to touch on this, but at least you're somebody who's tuned into expos and conventions where you might get good deals. And I think it's worth touching on. You pulled off quite the feat. You get, you've ran that Toronto game. Expo oh yeah. First we time got ever. Our, our second expo now. Yeah. We're doing <sighs> the Toronto game expo now. It's pretty huge. Uh, it was so successful that 
we hurt ourselves because we had people waiting outside for like 45 minutes to an hour to get into the venue oh, because shit. they wow. wouldn't let us let any more buddy anybody else in so because they were at capacity yeah so we've rectified that for the next show um and we're basically tripling the size of what we had for the first show you're just gonna do like a sitting area too yeah right? we'll have a big area for people for sitting and food and stuff like that and the fact that we expand and add more entrances and exits increases the attendance that we can have in the facility so yeah that's awesome yeah yeah it's a big yeah. move i mean you've been doing the berry thing i think everyone in the retro community knows that one pretty well too but uh get the toronto one going too like yeah it's an untapped market in a sense because there's shows that happen kind of around toronto but nothing on the downtown outskirts. where we were like sure so this is good and and there's like fan expo and comic cons that happen but yeah. nothing gaming centrics which mm-hmm. is what we are so so do you see like a potential was, with that at all to like conify it more like i know it's mostly just about the swap but like getting no, food vendors getting people youtubers arcades yeah 100 percent. like so we had a gaming area like it wasn't arcade okay. but there's a company that set up a gaming area um yeah. so we're hoping to kind of make that a little bit bigger we're looking at cosplay, for example. We we yeah. promoted it. We wanted people to come. We had a great turnout for it. So we're, we're going to try to um, incorporate something, maybe a, a cosplay contest at the next show type thing, right? And just slowly add other things. A um, couple of YouTubers we've reached out to, like John Riggs and nice. um, John Hancock. We might be able to get either or both of those guys to attend type thing. Yeah. Um, we're just trying to decide if, if we're ready for that now or if that's something we want to kind of hold on to till the next event but i think that'll draw more people to it so so we're modeling it to eventually be like a full-blown two-day con type thing yeah awesome that's awesome i would that's i've been wanting to get up to the barrier one forever and then now i think a my pivot and try to do the toronto one at some point yeah, so yeah it's going to be the the staple event basically barry yeah. Barry's basically it is what it is. It's not going to get any bigger, unfortunately, sure. just because of the location and the facilities in the area. We're kind of at a stalemate in that sense. So Barry, but Barry's like a, it's a comforting one. Like, Community event. Yeah. yeah. Um. So this is my first time actually like helping and working the event. And it's just the Toronto crowd is the people are different. Mm-hmm. You get the same vendors and the vendors are really good. But like the Toronto crowd, there's just the people are different. They just have a different attitude, a different mentality. And I'm not trying to like harsh them, but there's a reason why I myself and actually moved out of Toronto. Like sure. it's just kind of like that where you go to Barry, like it's different. It's more like uh where everybody knows your name. It's like the cheers of the, <laughs> of the, of the video. I'm not, I'm not, it's, that's what it feels like though. When you go to Barry, you run into so many people, you know, mm-hmm. right. We're in Toronto. The only people I knew were the vendors, yeah, that's the true. people that were coming in the door. And I'm literally there like scanning people's tickets. I'm like, I thought I was going to see somebody I knew. Yeah. Everybody I knew was a vendor. <laughs> we're in Barry. You bump into somebody randomly that, you know, yeah. it's just weird how it worked out, but maybe it's also just cause it was the first one. That's wild right, though like, too. Like if you're getting all people that like are not friends and family, like that's amazing. Then when those people start coming in, like, but you got the people that couldn't drive to Barry. A lot of sure. people in Toronto mm-hmm. don't drive too, right? They take transit everywhere. And the location that Chris had was central to 
three or four different modes of TTC to get there, like nice. the transit system to get there. So, <clears throat> well, that's good to know too, because yeah, assuming I'd fly in, I can just you can stay at my it. house. Yeah, yeah, you could spend. You can sleep on the play mat. That looks like a fun <laughs> corner. No, you could sleep with Stanley. There's his bum right there. You could sleep with my dog. Yeah, no, I definitely want it. So, are you gonna keep dates kind of like the springtime, like near MGC, or are you gonna play around with that? Cause that's what always kills me is like, I spend all my money on MGC and then it's like, yeah. So later. we're going to like our next one, we're already planning for October, uh, is so it 28th for the fall Toronto show. Okay. So you're going to do two a year, two a year to, for now. We think, okay. Um, we'll see how it grows and if it's capable to keep doing two a year, if it gets too big, we might only be able to do one a year. Um, when, you're, when are you doing it? The next one, October 28th, I think it is. I have that week off. Oh, perfect. <laughs> so I Look will be that. there. Perfect. I will. Well, you've just decided I'll be there to do work again. <laughs> I, have, um, I have three yeah. weeks of PTO I need to burn. So maybe right, there you go. October thing. 28th. There you go. I have that whole week off. If you come to Toronto, man, I could show you the places not to go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Don't go there. Well, I mean, that's Don't exciting. That's that's a huge. Uh, that was a huge thing when you posted that on Twitter and like. That's all. like so. Now, when you say we now, this is gonna be bigger than just you working on. Obviously, Fraser, you're getting involved, but like, you got a few people helping not, with all the planning and everything. Or well, I mean, yeah, like it's the same group it's, from Barry, okay, basically. Okay. So like me and my friend Darby, and then our wives, and then Fraser, and then our friend Wilson helps out, um, and then my friend Neil, Neil helped, helped out. out, and then we also technically the company that we hired to do the ticket stuff for us, we hired one of their people that be at the event the first time just because it was a first event that sure. was awesome yeah. and then i mean the facility themselves they do all the food so we don't have to worry about that um the company we hired to do all the gaming stuff they handle all that so that's kind of where we're at i'm assuming nice. we're going to get to the point where we're going to need volunteers and stuff like that yeah that's nice when you can keep it like lean though too because then you have full control over yeah you know yeah it doesn't exactly. get out of hand yeah crazy that's awesome it's fun like I've, so when I've done the berry one, I've just kind of like helped set up the tables and then you go around and like, Oh, Chris is like, Oh, can you just watch the table for a second? Shit like that. Fun. But this one was like, it was myself and Neil were like at those front doors pretty much. You guys were there the whole start day. to yeah. finish, yeah. but it was fun. Cause like, it was fun. Cause like myself and Neil, like we were just joking around the whole time. So when people were coming, they were upset cause they were outside and it wasn't cause they were waiting cause the, it was also rainy, oh, but sure. You can't control that shit, right? So it's like, as they're coming, I'm like, me and you're like, pick my door. No, 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 no. Pick my door. This guy smells. Come over here. <laughs> so we're like saying this stuff between the two of us. And then they start laughing before they come in. So it's like kind of changing their mentality from being pissed that it's rainy, which is something you cannot control to then just come in and have a good time. And more people left happy. Yeah. Then like, cause they realize you can't control a lot of that crap. <laughs> And that it's just, but that's what I'm saying. We're like in Barry. If that should happen, people would be like, "Well, it is what it is." But in Toronto, it's like, "Why didn't you contact God and have him turn the thermostat on you, prick?" I'm gonna, I want to speak to your manager. Uh, I just, I just imagine in my head a line in Toronto is a lot like a line at like the Portland Retro Gaming Expo, where like it's just all you smell is weed constantly just weed <laughs> funny enough okay this i have a funny a story hilarious from this. story uh, so the same day that we there was a weed convention going on <laughs> of course <laughs> no word of a lie but i'm like oh that's perfect timing so people were coming in the doors and everything and this was halfway through the day like this was probably 
just as the line started moving smoothly and we could let everybody in. So, you know, and where we finally got to like take a little breather and a woman walked in, she's like, I've been waiting outside for two hours. I'm looking forward to this. And she's like, let me, cause she was like the back of the line. Right. Like just, I've been waiting. And obviously Toronto, when people say I've been waiting for two hours, it's really been like 45 minutes. But sure. they're just trying to make you feel bad. And I go to like, look at her ticket and I go to scan. And I go, yo, this isn't our event. She's like, what? This isn't the weed expo? <laughs> I go, no, it's the, it's the video game expo. Maybe you shouldn't have sampled the products before you went to the event. Where's the weed expo? Over there. Is there a line? I don't know. Like, I go, do you want to come in and look at some video games? Oh, that's amazing. But she was like, I have been waiting outside. But she was not mad. She was more pissed at herself. And she's like, have a good day. And just left. But it was, oh, I wish we had a camera just to, like, get that reaction. Because it was priceless. Because, like, I looked at Neil. He looked at me. And we had to stop scanning tickets. Because it was just, you're laughing so hard. It was so random, but it was, it was good. It's great. Like, I had a very good time at the event. I always have a good time at the swaps. The only one time I didn't enjoy myself was, um, was it the Durham one? That's pretty packed tight there. Yeah. It was probably Durham. Yeah, not, not because of the people or anything like that, but the venue was very small and the way they did the table layouts, you could really only put like two people walking down. Oh, sure. So if one guy was stopping to talk, you're just sitting there where this one, like, I could walk down the aisles and go like this and like you were, you so much space. People could walk. It was great. Yeah. Really well done. Nice. That's what you want. Cause like crowds gather at like all the hot booths and then I don't know. <clears throat> MGC is pretty good about that too. Spacing it out. But I've been to some conventions, like there's the one Andy and I go to, it's just a smaller thing, way smaller than like even Barry, but um in St. Cloud near the cities and people who run that just kind of insist on like as many tables into as little space as we can. And you're just like junk to butt like everywhere. Yeah. Like it's bad. It's, it's not pleasant. <laughs> and someone, someone uses the merge function junk to butt. <laughs> no! <laughs> oh God, that should that, happen. That one's fun though, because it's at the VFW. So you have like veterans who are drinking at 10 in the morning on a Saturday, like walking through the video game convention like yeah. <laughs> making wisecracks yeah and the guy great. who puts it on it's like always coming over to our booth at like i don't know the same time 10 11 in the morning with a pitcher of beer he wants a beer i'm like i'm still getting set up <laughs> we'll have one soon it's gonna happen i actually think that's kind of cool yeah but i'm not gonna like, that'd be kind of just you want to buy any video games no but i'm gonna have several of those beers <laughs> yeah supposedly that is going he's, I think he's keeping He's getting a new venue, he told me. The last time oh, I talked to him, I'll okay. have to find out. Because I need to sell a lot of... Like, I've started purging my collection, so I've got tons of stuff out in the garage that I haven't sold yet. So, keeping most... I mean, like anything that. Nintendo, I'm I'm keeping, obviously. But. Yeah. Like that pinball table, you're selling that behind you, right? Uh, I'm not giving up my precious. <laughs> my precious. you're having a good time with us at Weekend Rental, I think you might enjoy all the great geeky stuff found on the Geekade Podcast Network. 
They've got podcasts about games, music, movies, and more. Plus, if you order off their secret menu, also known as the Geekade Patreon, you just might find an exclusive movie podcast hosted by Ryan and myself. Check it out over at geekade.com. And hey, if you'd like to turn weekend rental into a true multimedia experience, our YouTube and Twitch channels might just be for you. We should probably get into the weekend rental since we're over an hour here already, and you guys probably want to get some sleep tonight. But yep. um, yeah, we'll skip that totally original segment where we recommend. Yeah, the random <laughs> the random recommendations. Not segment. I can send you the same sound clip if you want. Uh, <laughs> not yeah. mentioning that I'm stealing the idea for our intro because of your intro. So yeah, it's, 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 it's just it's just love. We just right? don't have it's, time it's, for that totally original segment. Yeah, it's game respecting game. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, weekend rental for anyone who's not familiar, uh, we pick a game for a given system this, uh, this week it's for the Genesis it's pulse man. Um, and we kind of give our opinions, play through as much of it as we can. And then decide at the end, we, everybody will give a verdict. If you'd buy rent or burn the game, burn mean light it on fire. Um, so yeah, pulse man, I guess the way I'd pitch this is, Somebody walked into a boardroom and said, what do kids like? And somebody else yelled out Sonic, Mega Man and seizures. And they said, OK, <laughs> and now we got the game. That was my exact reaction. So <clears throat> first off, um, I played it on the switch as pure recommendation. Yep. Um, the rewind function is a godsend. 100%. Um, I made it through five stages. <clears throat> I made it through. I wrote them down. I made it through Japan, India, US, Alaska, and Thailand. I didn't, I know there was only two more left, but I just didn't have the time to go through it. Yep. Um, my least favorite one was Japan, the weird virtual one, because mm-hmm. there were certain walls that you could walk through, but there was no indication that you could walk through the walls. So, like, it was really weird, like that. The music was cool. I actually didn't mind the music, but it was too much, like so much of a sensory overload. And I kept felt like I was going to feeling like I was going to get like power-ups like Mega Man, you know, like you could charge better. You could do this better. You could, and it just never came. Yeah, Like it just felt like it was, I don't know, like a half-assed yet again, going back to our, the the Mega Man is the adults only and Pulse (laughs) Man is the family one. It just didn't feel like it ever fully found its footing for me. Yeah, I played it. I enjoyed it, but it just wasn't enough, like, to keep me to finish it. Yeah, I think that's fair. I think, <clears throat> like, it's a game that only apes on other inspiration. I think it's it's worth noting that this is a game freak game, which all they've done in the last thirty years is Pokemon. So it's Pokemon. cool to see a game like this from them. I think <clears throat> at its best, it's a visual powerhouse um, for the Genesis when it restrains itself, the problem is, is it's like every color, every layer of scrolling background all at once to the point where like, (laughs) I've never had a 2d game make my stomach churn, but there were a couple levels here where I got pretty like discombobulated. Like I didn't know what the hell was going on or which direction my character was going anymore. Um, I like the, 
I like like the anime ish cutscenes and stuff for the t- storytelling. And I really dig the fact that it's like a guy in a virtual environment and he's like diving in and out of computers. So they do like some pretty trippy stuff and all the boss battles are large and like pretty interesting in how they've animated things, especially in the Genesis. But yeah, you made a good point on like, he doesn't evolve like his power up skill sets limited and they just stick with it the whole time. Like, cause you get what? You do get a range attack, but you have to go back and forth to build up an electric charge yeah. before you can use it. Um, same thing, like when you did that electric charge, you could like do dash attacks and stuff like that. But that's pretty much it. It was more just like a quick like sword attack. Yep. But the range in that was very short. Mm-hmm. So if you didn't time it right, you were getting hit with the enemies that you were trying to hit themselves. Um, I did, however, like the um, when you turn into the a little... Um, pretty much like the little Spark, electrical ball yeah. and went through the, the wires. And I thought that was a really cool way of getting, cause there was one level where that's what you had to do to get to the top. And I love that. Mm-hmm. I thought that was awesome. It took me forever on that level to figure out that you could just press the direction to switch. Yes. Me too. Lanes. <laughs> me too. Yep. Don't oh. worry. Me too. I thought you had to jump. Yep. And it was but, awful to try and jump and get on yep. the other lane. Yep. Yeah, I, I felt like that was a very much so a uh, Ninja Turtles one where everyone tried to jump over that little gap when you could just literally walk <laughs> over. Like it was the path of least resistance. But in our head, we're like overcomplicating it. Like, no, you got to jump and then grab it. That one took me a while too. But then when I did it the first time, I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> like I was so done. But it was good. Like it was okay. Yeah. It, it, it's weird how like there's the enemies are kind of sparse. And really not any sort of challenge. Mm-hmm. Um, the bosses obviously are, are a different story and more uh, unique and uh, have different patterns. But the, the for the most part, just the regular things in there, they just like litter them just kind of like randomly. I don't understand what the point of some of them were. Um, but I do like how the game kind of uses the electrical charge thing as the gameplay device in a lot of cases. The Mm. problem is the sooner, the later you get, the more it just tries to make it harder to pull those off. Yeah. And, um, it's basically just taking the power away from you more often than not. Like I, like I said, if they just gave you a mechanic that like your ability to hold multiple charges, right? So like, you can hold three electrical charges so you can use them mm-hmm. for three different things. Just something that, like you said, shows that your character is evolving. I was like sitting there and I'm like, it's going to be coming. And then when I actually looked up to see how many levels there were, and I'm like, okay, I've played through five and there's only seven. It is not, <laughs> it is not coming. No, nope. Like, I don't know. It's the redheaded stepchild of Mega Man. And it's got good secret areas, but like you're yeah. just rewarded for like a 10th of an extra life, you know? It's like, well, yeah. what's the point? You know, and I don't know if anyone else caught it too. I think it was one of the later levels. I mean, obviously there's a Sonic and Mega Man influence here, but there's some platforming <laughs> sections and music that is straight design and music wise right from Rocket Knight Adventures. So oh, somebody really? must oh. have been on the dev team uh, for both. Cause yeah, it was just like, I know I've heard the soundtrack uh, and it was not Pulse Man. So <laughs> it's interesting. <laughs> It's like the last level. They're like, just throw it in there. It's Nobody great. Nobody will notice. I, there's one that is a Pokemon track. 
Really? Like they could have. Yeah, it's I think they reused it. They're like, oh, nobody played Pulse, man. We can use that one. That'd be kind of cool. Yeah, my my time with it was very minimal. Um, Like you guys said at the beginning, I couldn't decide whether it was a Sonic game or a Mega Man game. And that kind of turned me off. Um, I did like the the look, the the sprites and all that stuff and the music. And that worked for me. And I could see what they were trying to do. Like you said, show what Genesis could do. Um, but pick a lane and stick to it. Or I think if they took that Sonic element out of it, probably yeah. would have worked better. I agree, because it only ever caused you to run into stuff and die. So it was like yeah. the speed was never an important part of the gameplay other than mm-hmm. charging through static, your sneakers or whatever, however that works. But yeah. I, I did I did like I loved the final stage. Uh, basically, if you guys didn't get there, you um, end up back in Japan and then Nemesis jumps into an arcade cabinet and you follow and then you're basically it's Dr. Wily to a T. Like that guy is like <laughs> So then you're like pseudo playing like a platforming game and it's got like the credits and the coins and the points and everything. It's it's a cool aesthetic. It you know, for a fourth wall thing, um it doesn't save the game and there's a lot of bullshit jumping that yeah, without the rewind, I can't imagine anyone beat this. No. Back in the day, but yeah. It's it's yeah, yeah. that that rewind is key. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, there's a couple bosses in here that I don't think I would be able to do. No, 100%. Without rewind. Which I think it's worth noting that at Alaska level, I don't know what your nemesis is saying, but I'm pretty sure he's yelling. The only thing I can figure, because it's Alaska, is he yells wolf pecker every time in between attacks. <laughs> I don't know what it's supposed to be, but that's what I heard. And he said it a lot, because that's a long battle. So, I, so funny enough... When I was playing it, was it, is it India where, yeah, you had to fight the tree in India, yep. right? Mm-hmm. So when I would hit the tree, there would be no animation showing that it was damaged. So it must've been something just with the game when I was playing it at the time. And I'm like, what the fuck is going on? Are you supposed to kill this damn tree? I'm like shooting it. I'm hitting it. Nothing's happening. Right. So I'm like, I pulled up a video and I'm like, how do you beat this tree thing? Right. And I finally saw, I go, nope, you just hit it and goes. And sure enough. Yeah, I played another round, and then the animation went through that I was actually doing damage to it. I'm like, yeah, oh, so huh. it just, it just was one of those moments where it just wasn't coming through. Yeah, but I struggled with that too. I thought I was doing something wrong. Yeah, yeah, or maybe I just didn't go at it enough. Like, like maybe obviously younger me when I didn't have the advantage of having YouTube or anything like that, I would just keep going and going and just doing it. Where now I'm like, I do it once. Bob, what this is stupid? How do you do this? YouTube, how to beat Tree Boss. But yeah, we definitely don't have the patience or the uh, finger dexterity anymore. That's for sure. Buddy, arthritis, crippling arthritis. <laughs> That's where that rewind is clutch, like you've been saying. Well, I think we pretty much covered it. Uh, what do you guys want to give it as far as a rating? All our, our guests to go first on the Byron Burn scale. Where does this land? You guys can fight amongst yourself. Who goes first? I wouldn't buy it. I wouldn't burn it. Because the potential is there, and it is like there was some aspects that were fun, but I wouldn't rent it either. I would, would get but it those through are the, the only Nintendo options. Switch, <laughs> the Nintendo Switch thing. Yeah, I would rent it. That would be it. I wouldn't buy it. I wouldn't. I wouldn't burn it. I would rent it. Okay. Because I couldn't see me wanting to play this again. Like it'd Fair. be like a one and done. I'm done. That's it. With, without knowing nothing about it and just looking at it, it would be yeah, I'd rent this for sure. 
knowing what I know about it, it would be like, okay, I'll rent this, but I want to rent these other 10 games first. <laughs> then I'll rent this one. Uh, but I wouldn't burn it and I wouldn't buy it. So it'll be a rental. All right, Andy. You know, there's a lot of things in this game where it really shows off what was possible on the Genesis. In, well, in 1994, because yeah, it was kind of toward game. the end. Um, if you would have, I would have never expected some of this stuff to even be pulled off at the end there. I don't know if that was even 3D. The last boss, it looked like they were pulling off some polygons yeah, it looked on like polygons, maybe. It was tough the to guy's tell. face. Yeah. Could be pre-rendered, I suppose. But uh, yeah, there's a lot of cool stuff in here. Unfortunately, there's a lot of garish stuff. Um, I don't know. The, like the second, the, the the USA one, I think they watched Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas and decided that was <laughs> <laughs> what America was like. And uh, yeah, it's just it's a little bit too garish and uh, kind of short. So I'm going to say rental. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not going to rock the boat here. It's a rental. Um, again, a lot of potential. It could use a little more polish. It does some very memorable stuff. Like I'll always remember certain sequences of this game, but as far as going back through it after having seen it once, I'm good. Uh, plus, just the fact that this doesn't just... The cover art is not just a seizure warning, top to bottom, <laughs> front to back. Like, I can't kids died from this hundred percent. Like it had to happen. So I can't buy it yeah, for that, that reason. Th that Australia level at the end where there's just pulsing circles, just, I, I feel like I'm going to get activated by a secret world <laughs> at some point. And yeah. What you don't realize is you stopped playing at that moment. You got up, <laughs> you went and assassinated somebody. Then you came back. Uh, <laughs> join. was it? The, so join the Navy. Even the Vietnamese. <laughs> but yeah, like I said, it was cool. Did not mind it. But yeah, it, it just made me want to play Mega Man X. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mega Man X was what I wanted. Yep. Right. I'm with That's you. That's all it was. Like, I, and I'm not trying to bash it. It's just, it's, it's just trying to be something that it wasn't. Mm -hmm. Like you said, you couldn't pick, it couldn't pick what it wanted to be. Yeah. But if, if I rented this, and I played it, I wouldn't have been pissed off that I rented it, but I probably wouldn't rent it again. Yeah. Like it'd just be like a one and done. Yeah. I think that's a pretty good summary. Um, well, with the weekend rental wrapped, we're nearing the end. But do you guys want to plug anything? Your podcast, where they can find you, things you're doing. Chris, what do you do? I don't know. We gotta do an episode. It's been a while. I know. Yeah, I've been waiting. It's been a while. Yeah, we're the R3 podcast. Um, you can find us on all your podcasting choices of listen. And uh, I think we post them to YouTube still. R3, uh, is it not R3 podcast? R3 Productions, I think it's it not, is on YouTube. Yeah. Um, yeah, well, that's where most of our, that's where you can see the live streams because we've, we've kind of. Oh, yes, to a that's live right. Stream. Yeah, that's how we do it now. Yeah. yeah. So we, we do it there and then we'll post like like a week after on Spotify, which will then, or not Spotify anchor, which will then disperse it amongst all the places. Yep. Um, and then I'm uh, very Nintendo similar Hodge. and I'm at our three pod, yep. but yeah, it's a very similar podcast. I podcast here. It's just kind of like you catch up on everything. Just talk about life, gaming, poop in your pants, that kind of <laughs> stuff, whatever tickles your fancy. 
It's I, that's what I like about it though. I always like set our podcast and like the same with yours is just a phone call catch up between friends. You haven't mm-hmm. talked in a while. That's all it is. And that's why, that's why I like your guys podcast too. It's like literally when you guys are doing your thing, it's like, Oh, you're just having a phone call and we're just there. We're, we're kind of creeping in the background <laughs> listening to your phone call, Yes, but it's nice. And that's what I feel like ours is too. Like it's just. Well, you guys very, have opened it up like, with a live chat now where it's just like people can come in and add comments and stuff, which is cool. And yeah, yeah, yeah. I was, yeah. When is just Derek? Yeah. Mainly Derek. <laughs> I want to say it was that last one I jumped in on and I was like already tipsy and I was like fat fingering anything. And I was like, was it the eat is hard or some shit I said at the end of that thing? You're like, <laughs> you guys are just laughing. Like, what the fuck is he talking about? I'm like, oh God. Like, I need to just go to bed. It was like, I was like, I like just, when I saw that, I just thought of the cat on the keyboard, like typing really fast. <laughs> but yeah, like that's kind of fun. The only thing I have, you guys can tell from me is I get sidetracked very easily. So if I'm talking to Chris and something and then someone says something in the comments, yeah, exactly. Squirrel plastic bag. That's what I've noticed about between our podcasts. Like you said, the similarities, but like, I think that's what makes it work. It's like, I've got, I'm, I'm the spastic guy too. And Andy's there to mellow me out. And you've got Chris to kind of even you out. You, Frazier and I doing a podcast would be incomprehensible. We would never get anything done. <laughs> like, it would be awful. <laughs> we, the podcast would just start. It's like, hi, this is our cooking podcast. We're, oh, my God. It <laughs> Somehow we're like behind the inner workings of like, you know, Nazism and World War Two and like Hitler's inner sanctum by the end of it. You know, it would just go. It's, be, it would go weird. Oh, It'd be a horrible podcast, would not, but I would listen to it once. No, it wouldn't be good. <laughs> well, we appreciate you guys coming on, and yeah, we were fans of the podcast too, and uh, it's great catching up. We'll have to do some gaming again, because Chris, you didn't get <laughs> Those in. jump scares. Those jump scares on Evil Dead, man. It was... Ugh, yeah, I'm I was jealous. Not prepared. That's all. I'm just jealous. So. Oh, you know, I'll, I'll give you a little taste of this one. I know we talked, like you guys talked when um, in the episode about it, like after we did it, but it was a good game, yes. but there was no like any like clear definition of direction when we played. And right. the jump scares were freaking hilarious. Cause literally I'm like, Hey man, something sounds right. And then like literally the screen would have a face on it <laughs> and it would jump scare you. <laughs> and the funny thing is, I'm pretty sure that was the other guy playing that did it to, and he chose it, but he did both of us at the same time. So we're like, what the yeah. hell? <laughs> like it was one of those moments where like, um, you, you know, like the the video, the kid like punches the monitor and he starts crying yeah. and stuff. I just wish I, I felt I like just could play that game and feel like I wasn't just sucking horribly at life for like any amount of time because you killed stuff. Ah, boy, I was pretty. I was always you're being generous because I was always the worst player, even among like computer like AI stuff. The last time he killed so. stuff. Don't let him. Don't let him fool you, everybody. He killed stuff. He was tough. He had his sword. He did things. It was real bad. And if he wasn't using his sword, he was blocking punches with his face. <laughs> that that I excelled at. <laughs> that last bit I was great at. <laughs> it was a good game, but like I even made the list for that. But I was so surprised with how many like cross-platform like online games. There's really not many options yeah. out there. Like, yeah, or a lot of them aren't like they're not just Fortnite, yeah. like right because we played like when we were doing that with the um, same guys the not so special guys we did the same thing and i that's why i made the list for and we ended up we did overwatch we were getting our butts stomped on overwatch because derek was playing on pc so it was putting us in the pc category and they just destroyed us so then we ended up switching to Fortnite because that was the only other thing we could play other than ultimate chicken horse <laughs> yeah 
We could even do something like as simple as like, a, I hate to suggest anything 64 because it's the bane of my existence, but we could all just hop on Switch online and do like a four player Mario Kart session or something stupid like that. And that'd be cool. You know, easy mm-hmm. enough, pick up and play. Then you don't have to download Mario a, Kart would be a lot of fun. 60 gig game. So, and Mario Kart's always fun. Yeah. I tried playing Goldeneye and the controls just <laughs> can't go the back pro to controller. that. No, they said there's a way to make it work, but then you have to change your whole, you can't change the control setup in the game. You have to change your control setup for the system. Oh, that's oh, like the button mapping and everything. So you actually have to make something specific for Goldeneye on the system. And I've yet to do that. Cause I'm like, I don't want to mess up my controller. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I don't want to like, but I loved Goldeneye. It was a fun game, but um, you guys know video game donkey. Mm-hmm. He said the best way to play it is on a, pc with a mouse and keyboard and i was watching him play it and it looked so good so i'm like yeah. i might if i feel nostalgic i might just emulate it there i could see that being great yeah oh. they probably up it too yeah. yeah it looked really good well i suppose andy you gotta do the thing where you take us out yeah so i want you guys to instead of email us i just want you to spend that valuable time and go listen to the r3 podcast Mm-hmm. Aww. and emailed them still eh. reading's hard nah eats yeah. is hard we, we need a break from all the emails <laughs> uh, two a year is just brutal yep. yeah <laughs> <laughs> and all the sponsorships we've been getting i got that you get one free ball shaver nobody wants to come back i don't know what happens so. <laughs> <laughs> the lawnmower five thousand just i mean our voices and then you know thinking about our balls just it's just a big turn (laughs) off that's true you're right that was the problem i would love to listen to that that advertisement spot if you guys in the next episode could write one up and just randomly throw it (laughs) into an episode have you ever noticed after you've crapped your pants that your balls are not as smooth (laughs) as they should be (laughs) uh yeah uh we are on youtube so you can watch this podcast on youtube see our faces we can't show our balls on youtube so we can't show you how, <laughs> how smooth they are but that's why we have an only fans <laughs> but until next time be kind rewind <sighs> bananas <laughs>